Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is a New World Order, and I am Chancellor Zainsi Weber of the National Council of Zane Australia, here with my colleagues from across the seas. One who wishes he was a dog, and the other who wishes the other one was his dog. <laughs> I do wish I was a dog, genuinely. <laughs> my dogs have such a good time. You don't want to be a dog in Sub America. <laughs> well, I don't want to be a dog in Sub America. I have twice exactly as many right. heads as my opponents. <laughs> That's what I need. Um, I'm Sebastian of the United States of World America, here to have a good time and make the right calls. Oh, surprisingly <laughs> snappy from Seb. You didn't stomp midway to consider your everything your little, you've said in the past motto. and how it should tie together until you say the exact same thing that you've said in the past again. I just thought four episodes out from the finale, now's the time to run a proper government. <laughs> About time, Seb. Better late than never. Whereas Zane Australia is now like, oh, we've had episode 145 where we did like that wrap up for the Patreons. It's yeah. like now, like I know you guys are going to screw me. So just let's coasting. Just, yeah. Let's just <laughs> see what happens. Well, you or you all have vetoes. <laughs> may surprise you what we do with those vetoes. I know, I know, I know Seb still has dreams of you spending vetoes to make my life hell so that he then takes home the the award for having the most veto points at the end of the game. I've never considered veto points as the winning tally. I know I know we've discussed on and, and off. And yet they are. <laughs> and I am Andy Schossler, the most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. I want to clarify, I'm not saying if you have more than me, I won't recognise your victory. But for me, it's just, I want to... Okay, Zane wants no veto points because he wants to, you know, yeah, ruin I, as much. I never viewed veto points as the winning thing because I thought veto points were meant to be spent. Really, the winning for me is the most satisfied with their nation. For and me, I think that unsurprising uh, that the socialist is quite happy to spend indiscriminately. Exactly. Yeah. But <laughs> honestly, like you're pretty happy with Andropolia except for the statistics. And I'm pretty happy yeah, with Yeah, apart from all the details, it's gone very well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, on paper, you've achieved your goal. It's just your citizens aren't very copacetic with that. Um, well, for me, victory is just a nice sandwich at the end of the day. <laughs> victory is just how many heads you can get on one singular dog. <laughs> the number will shock you. <laughs> if you're joining us for the first time, you have a little bit of catching up to do. We are, as Seb said before, on the countdown to our last episode. We have four to go. We're going straight to 150. This is 147. So we have three seasons. Lots of episodes for you to go back to. Lots of fun. God, we introduced some interesting stuff. Remember when animals were real people and could talk to us? 
fondly. Mm. Those are good times. It brought about some interesting reform in Andropolia. <laughs> Much needed reform. But each week we deal with issues that are costing our virtual nations that we host on nationstates.net uh, and we try to stick to our own political ideals while we do that. Now, maybe I'm just looking on our past <clears throat> with you know rose-tinted glasses. Mm-hmm. But I'm not feeling very adversarial today and part of me doesn't want to veto the hell out of both of you. But in saying that, I'm very indecisive. (laughs) Seb, I'm going to tempt you with this one. This is exciting. There are two very vetoable answers here. It's Um, a shiny lure, Seb. (laughs) Don't take it. He can't fight back, so it's even more tempting, you see. (laughs) The issue I'm I'm bringing to the table is called A Cup Runneth Over. Oh, Certain officials at the Social Welfare Department have posited that mothers from low-income families are deliberately having more children in order to get a larger welfare stipend. What a shock! You incentivize people to have more babies and they have more babies? There's an advantage to having more babies. You can use their heads (laughs) to stack onto dogs. (laughs) To feed the dogs. (laughs) I will have you know, they say lower-income families. In Australia, it's... A high income, low income is about uh, a ratio of one to two. So there's not a big difference. Also, we have a lower population than either of your nations. Mm. For some reason, I'm not sure. Playing catch up, I see. I, well, I, th- I think, honestly, <laughs> I think it's due to the like statistic that better educated people have fewer children and we focus a lot on education. Sure. So maybe that plays into the statistic. But there are four options here. Um, For the record, I don't think this is a problem at all. Well, I mean, I mean, that's what that's what welfare is for. Like, yeah. to you choose what you're going to do, but of course, if you're going to get paid, like, no, no, if you subsidise people, they are going to make they're going to make choices they wouldn't have otherwise with a natural feedback. I I 100 agree with that. I also love babies. How did we census this? <laughs> um, hey, you had a kid. Yeah, I'm sure that you two love each other very much. But what was the real reason? Like, how do you ask that question? These women and their lava are draining our resources, growls a social welfare bureaucrat. They have more children than they can care for, and they expect the government to pay them for it. Hogwash. I, I'll tell you what, let, let those let these mama pigs collect their welfare money, but only, only after sterilization. <laughs> the men too. That way... We won't have to, any more mouths on the government's teat. That's extreme. You think that's extreme? Yeah, I was going to go, <laughs> if you think I'm going to video into that one, I'm not, I'm not evil, Zane. I'm petty. I Give can't believe <laughs> someone would accuse me of such. Only heartless bigots believe these falsehoods, cries Queenie Svensson, balancing an infant on her very round stomach while attempting to control her seven other children with her free hand. I have children because I love them. How can the government leave kids to suffer? I certainly can't work and raise all these children alone. I say we offer families an exponentially larger welfare check for each little meal tick. I mean, each precious munchkin. Guys, I love baking ham. I love it. I love the smell of it. I love the feel of it. I love getting the honey on. And Andrew, sometimes how can my government in, support you with this? Sometimes I stick in pineapples and cherries and things. I love doing that. The problem is I've made so much 
that I need you guys to pay for a refrigerator <laughs> to keep my hams in. I love making hams. You're not going to take my love of making hams away from me, are you? Give me money so I can refrigerate these hams properly so they won't go to waste. That's you reasonable. See, the downside is that his hams can't eventually vote for me. <laughs> but your also hands true. can say also true without refrigeration that may not remain the case that's the second of four for the record I am very with doubling down and doing that okay but, but are you, is, is there a worse option or is that the worst option that you thought you know the real problem isn't these women grunts Gary Carpenter pulling himself up by his crocodile hide bootstraps the real problem is that the government is wasting taxpayer money by helping them at all. If poor mothers fall into financial trouble, whether due to unplanned pregnancy or simple stupidity, it's really their own fault. Let's get rid of welfare and let people learn to take care of themselves for once. Wait, get rid of all welfare? Get rid of welfare. Interesting. How do you feel about that one, Andrew? That's what I said. This is very vetoable. I'm I'm tempting both of you here. Like I'm I'm because I was going to double down, but I think that's great. What we'll do is we'll veto one each, so that way you still stay ahead. Um, we'll take out the side options, and he has to pick between doubling down on something that he doesn't like or, or just eliminating. There's one more. Yeah, please, it doesn't matter. We're going to. I mean, let's choose. Actually, the real problem is all these filthy poor people. Scott's the Luna Hopkins sporting a designer camouflage coat by Burberry. Okay, let's just advance that sterilization. Let's you know. just be rid of them altogether. How about issuing peasant hunting licenses oh to some of our patrician citizens? It'll be the greatest sporting event since Peacock. I okay. Think. okay, that's extreme. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, if I might lend your ear. Yes. Oh, borrow your ear, sorry. <laughs> I thought doubling down was the answer. And then I thought maybe eliminating welfare was the funniest answer. But I think I think it's peasants. We can't do that. Absolutely we can. And no. we can do it for the price of two vetoes each. One two to eliminate two options, one to eliminate another option, and one to eliminate the, the cancel. And you'll still stay ahead. You'll I'm not going to actually hurt pretend people, Seb. This is That's hilarious. Not, this is the That's nuke option. <laughs> this is like you willing to, to press that nuke button. And here button. we are, the second time you are willing to press the button. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm about. the voice in the back saying, <laughs> stop, stop, stop you do it. How many video points do I actually have? You have 10. So if I used four, I'd still have three per, oh, four episodes, or three more after this. Three more after this one. That's, well, that's not enough. So <laughs> I want more than two per episode. <laughs> So just to recap, the problem is the that problem is people on welfare are having more children than so we have to hunt them. People who aren't, <laughs> and one option is to is to okay. uh, maintain their welfare, but on the condition that they are sterilised. So, which seems the actual issue is that some officials of the social welfare department right. have said that anecdotally, poor people are having more children mm -hmm. to get more money. This is nation states. That means that's absolutely what's happening. Well, no, and it's, it doesn't it's say that there have been reports or the latest census or anything like that. It's just there's certain officials. Option number one, sterilize them. They can have babies. They can be on welfare. But after they have that first baby, sterilization. So weirdly, I'm against this option because I just think that's a little bit inhumane. I mean, don't quote me in two there, options. There times. is there is no non-extreme option here. <laughs> Correct. Um, option two is exponentially increase the amount of welfare you give to 
parents. Which for the record, I would choose for myself. <laughs> if even, even not as a slight against either of you, <laughs> I would do that anyway. Given that, the option to increase my welfare. That's yeah. a sad American option. Why? Because I can. Option number apparently three. Because apparently I've got the money for it. <laughs> option number three is scrap welfare altogether, Very which funny. is a big part of Zane Australia is, is our universal basic income. Um, and option number four is give the rich people the option to buy licenses to hunt the poor people. Can I make a, a, a counter offer to the offer you rejected, Andrew? We spend two each. We leave. The two that we leave their option for them is to get rid of welfare or the hunting license one. <laughs> because that way, if he's pretty much, I mean, I can't speak for Zane, but he's most likely going to go with your option, which is what you want to eliminate welfare. But I can tempt him with the idea of the rich hunting the poor, which is hilarious. And that way, once again, we're even, you're still in front. In what way are you tempting me? Well, because welfare is such an important thing to you. I, I'm not saying- The sanctity of life is more important <laughs> yes, to me, but which is why welfare is an important thing to me. No, I 100%- These stack. They're not mutually exclusive. I don't think this, this is going to make you pick my option, mm-hmm, but I would like mm-hmm. to present you with those two options. And I'm asking Andrew Polio for assistance in making this happen in a way that's- <laughs> He gets what he wants in the end. But I get to narrow down the field to two hilarious. So you want Andrew Polliard to, to put two vetoes into your one? No, no, I'll put two in as well to eliminate the um, the cancel option, the dismiss issue. Do we have to do that? that? No. So that's there's five options, including dismiss. Yep. So if you want to leave me with the option of two, you only need three vetoes. Oh, I can put two in if you put the third in then. Let me stop you right there, Sim. Your offer sounds great. Thank you very much for cold calling me on this one. Mm-hmm. But let me just say that Andrew Polliard does not interfere in foreign affairs. <laughs> that's that's going to be a lie very soon when I read my issue. <laughs> is it is it worth four veto points, Sam? Three. Can I get... If I did three, that would that eliminate... That would eliminate... Uh, what? If, you, if, you're, four, if you're... Four options and you, then... Yeah, if you, if you left three, you would leave me with dismiss or literally double the welfare. If I spend three, can I leave you with eliminate welfare or hunt the rich, or hunt the poor? Sure. You can do that. Yeah, it's tempting, Zane. I, mean, I just <laughs> want to see what happens. Okay. that I mean, that's fine. I, I, I've, I Like I said, Zane yeah. Australia at the moment, like we know things are happening. So like my, my, my end of the episode, the end of the season was 145. No, with no, that's that fine. Nice round I'm just, I, I honestly <laughs> just want to see stats wise what happens when you say eliminate welfare. So I'm going to put you in a position where you eliminate welfare or you hunt the poor. Okay. Because that, that's, the, that's, the, uh, that's the least spend that I have to make to push you in that direction. Hunting the poor is absolutely immoral. Of course yeah. it is. Like, he won't pick it. It's, He's going to eliminate his welfare. It's legalizing murder. It's essentially yeah. the state- you know, executing people. But if I want to take that off the table, I have to spend an extra veto point and I know he's not going to take it anyway. <laughs> Actually, no, he might sterilize his people. I don't know. Um, yeah, can I take In- can I take three uh, veto points off my tally, please? <laughs> you got it. Well, so what are you vetoing? Every So every option except for uh, hunt the poor and eliminate welfare. You're so a monster, Seb. So I'm also going to get rid of the... I, I imagine in the, within that, am I getting rid of the dismissal option? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, so just so for the record, I would have dismissed this option. Because um, again, come to me with data. I'll deal with the problem. Come to me with reports. I won't. Well, um, not eliminating welfare and sterilization are the only two options that are not immoral. 
Yes. Yeah. Because it, while while the sterilization one is insane and stupid, at least it still <clears throat> gives the recipient the choice of okay, you can yeah get off welfare if you want, and you can or have a child <clears throat> or stay on yeah. it, and this will be this will be the cost of it. That's not immoral, but it is insane. Yeah. Uh, so of getting, of, the, of the two options to either eliminate welfare or literally give rich <laughs> citizens the license to kill poorer citizens, I'm going to eliminate welfare. You know um, what's weird? I think if you ran the numbers legitimately, eliminating welfare will probably lead to more deaths in the long run. Because the rich aren't going <clears> to go out there. I can't imagine they're going to kill that many people than the poverty line will. And I'm not saying you're making the wrong choice. I just mean like, I just think logistically over time, having no welfare would actually lead to so more deaths. So welfare isn't public health. It isn't public education. But it's f- food for a lot of people as well, though. That's, sure. Yeah. It definitely is. And I think, like, if, say, Australia eliminated welfare, we would see riots and things like that. I would not be surprised if we end up with riots in Zane Australia. <laughs> but what we're not doing is giving people licenses to kill other people. No, no, I, I agree. I just, I was just thinking more than I think this will lead to more, more damage. Mm. But so, obviously, obviously we are a nation without police. We are a nation yeah. without army. We don't like killing people. Usually, we'll go diplom- mm. diplomacy before uh, any other kind of intervention. Oh, let me just—I agree with your choice here. I'm just—I just thought it would be interesting to explore. Let me just fuel your incredible hatred of ridiculous things or not implementing ridiculous things. Mm. Uh, remember the witch hunter? Yeah, I'm that still angry. Still angry that I didn't, Furious. didn't get the witch hunter. You had confirmed zombies and you thought, nah, supernatural things aren't. And you wouldn't let me genetically engineer dragons. You were going to use them against me. Well, here you <laughs> for go. For petty reasons. You gave Zane Australia the choice and they didn't elect to implement the purge. Yes. Babies. But it was just... <laughs> but, but I gave him a good old sales pitch on it. Babies living in poverty are told to take responsibility for their own fortunes. It's about time. Rural Zane Australians predict bumper harvest. Free market fine, government initiative shows. Mm. Woman dies in elevator shaft mishap. Oh no, you take away welfare and people start <laughs> people stop <laughs> accidentally <laughs> dying. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, fewer lazy bums than ever before, bosses note. Oh good. Um, okay, so I have a new postcard called Go It Alone. Reject state-funded welfare. Lots of things have changed. <clears throat> I'm so sorry, Zane. I actually wasn't sure if this would if they would actually play it as remove all welfare or they were just going to play it towards a section of it. So welfare down 100%. Good. Um, taxation down 10%. You're welcome. Um, government size down 8%. Oh, man, I'm just setting you up to be Andropolia. <laughs> Niceness down one, 4.2%. Mm. Economic output down 2.9%. Average income down 2.9%. Lifespan down 28 Tourism down 27 Compassion down 25 Pacifism down 2 Ideological radicality down 1 uh, Human development index, income equality and safety and authoritarianism all down less than 1%. Huzzah. Biggest ups. Crime, 20.7%. <laughs> Oof, that's a big amount. <laughs> uh, but an increase from barely nothing. From to barely nothing to 20% more than barely nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, average disposable income up 17.6%. Le pardon? Average disposable No, no, income. I heard you, but how? Because the taxation rate went down far more yeah. than oh. their income did. And so they're actually better off children. by 17%. Charmlessness. 
up 7.7. Weaponization up 6.7. Agriculture up 3. Public transport up 3. Uh, information technology up 3. Not sure where that came from. Uh, cheese exports, public education, uh, economic freedom uh, up 3%. Uh, employment up, employment, wealth gaps and economy up less than 1%. Look at that. People taking charge of their own lives. Yeah. I'm kind of like the Moses of your people. <laughs> of my criminals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's not many of them, but you, you brought them out of the woodwork. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm like a national hero. <laughs> For someone else's nation? Someone else, yep. <laughs> well, I haven't proofread this because, of course, I haven't. My issue is called hamming it up. Hey, we have a ham theme for today's episode. That's exciting. I hate ham. (laughs) At a recent event you attended, your security detail was suddenly roused to action by a spate of unknown transmissions loudly received on their earpieces. After quickly ensuring your safety, guards soon traced the source back to an amateur radio club, innocently setting up operations in a nearby lot. Dismiss issue. I don't know why this is an issue. Aunt Ham Radio is great, exclaims tweenage club member Neil Macaroni, uh, gleefully tuning dials of some kind um, of the base station. With one of these, a person can talk to friends across town or fellow enthusiasts all the way around the other side, the other side of the Pacific. You should make sure every kid in world America has the opportunity to learn about these and use these radios. What better way to spread our nation's message than a free transmitter for every home and total freedom of the airwaves? You know what's missing from a, from a proper education? Scroll etiquette. You know, I was there gonna, used to be libraries <clears throat> full of scrolls, and I was these days, say how kids to, how to um, <laughs> carve stone tablets. Yeah, oh, they even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cave yeah. painting. They had a ham radio in Stranger Things. Or how to prepare <laughs> with the how science to, lab. <laughs> how to properly prepare sheep for uh, for parchment. There are three more options for this <laughs> very uh, necessary issue. <laughs> I'm glad that you saved the best ones for our last episode. It was new at least. Like, I don't think we've done this one before. No, nobody has brought to the table the, pr- the dire need <laughs> of for radio. children to, <laughs> to learn the ins and outs of ham radio operation. I'm delighted to see so much interest in this technology, remarks your Minister for Bureaucrat... Bureaucratizing, bureaucratizing, bureaucratizing. Thank you. Um, everything. Writing down the remarks to file away later. We should dedicate a certain segment of the nation's frequency spectrum for such enthusiasts. We just need some regulations to avoid conflicts like that occurred today. I know certifications. If an interested world America can pass a government mandated training program, we'll let them loose. I'll get to work on the requirements at once. So it's like, yeah, they can ham what they want, but they they ham in a certain way, and <clears> we'll <throat> charge them to teach them that way. Yeah, I mean, sure. It, it matters as much as any of the other options. <laughs> it <I> sure does. <laughs> Option- it's very hard to have strong opinions about it. <laughs> it sure is. Um, option three, 
Frankly, leader, what happened just proves the general public can't be trusted with their own transmissions, growls your lead bodyguard looking careful. Sorry, looking up a carefully filled box score. We <laughs> we need to keep radio waves clear for security personnel, emergency dispatchers, and legitimate professional broadcasters for important things like the big dog bowl world championship. If somebody has something to say, let them find work as a professional. Uh, I mean, if someone has something to say, let them find work as a professional. Get a job at a radio station. But how do you become a professional if there's no training? You apply it at your local radio station. That's that's not what they're talking about. They're talking about the government having complete control over the the bandwidth. So the licensing. They like so basically you're going to see like an uptick in pirate radio because there's no radio other than yep. the what's licensed on the bandwidth. Yep. I see. Option four. Final <laughs> option. Mm. How <laughs> thrilling this ride has been. This is the fun one. I've seen computers in other countries that offer even better services than the radio. <laughs> yes. Yeah, to, to, <laughs> to put this in context, there is no internet yeah, in Seb America. That's true. This, man, oh, this is probably important to Seb America. And thanks to you, Zane, there is also no internet in Andropolia. <laughs> I have no welfare. <laughs> yep. Good. <laughs> so I'll write a tweet about it. <laughs> I shall. <laughs> Several. <laughs> With uh, hashtags. <laughs> so I've seen computers in other countries that have, offer better services than the radio. Offers aspiring tech entrepreneur, Tamara Young. Is this the was, return of the internet? Who was fiddling with some electronics nearby. Citizens plug their systems and devices called modems to communicate with oh, each other. Allow them to send an electric black uh, mail back and forth at the blink of an eye. This is amazing. Individuals can create pages containing useful information on them, which are able to be accessed at any time. Allow this technology and you'll never have to worry about radio interference again. <laughs> that unbelievable. You know how long I had to wait to bring cars back? The debacle that that ended up being seven or eight months. The internet? No, it's been years. That was season two. Wow. Well, okay. I'm obviously picking that one, but Andrew, you've got you've got the veto. So I'm no. Andropolia does not interfere with with foreign affairs. I love that. That was true. Okay, I'm selecting the internet option. It's been true the whole time. Remember, I didn't press the button. I think you did. Mm. Um, (laughs) Breaking news. Email killed the radio star. Policy abolished. No internet. Citizens may now connect to the internet. Oh, <laughs> phew, thank goodness. Now how can I undo this next three episodes? <laughs> Seb, oh. if that was planned. No. <laughs> that is not. genius. The fact that that wasn't planned. Yeah, of course is, not. <laughs> it's annoying even is, more amazing. I did actually proofread a couple of days ago and I thought I had another issue that would bring back the internet because it was in like the, the, yeah, the yeah. blurb because I didn't read all the options, but I couldn't find it today. So maybe I had read that one, but I thought I read it in the blurb. So this one actually caught me off guard because I didn't, I thought I had lost the issue. That um, is incredible. So trending topics, update, internet ban lifted, uh, passerby saves child from mugger, tourism industry discounts benefit locals, closure of outreach program leaves some in limbo and small business applaud level playing field. I'm going to start with the downs. Okay. Because the ups are ridiculous. <laughs> so down 66% primitiveness. Ooh. <laughs> that track that checks out. Mm-hmm. Black market down 26 because I did a thing. So black market was affected. Ignor- no, no, no. It's because you, you had banned the internet. So people were. Like they, had, they had black market internet. <laughs> um, ignorance down seven. Income equality 
and taxation down five. Um, oh God, a bunch of things down 3%, but I'm not going to list them all. As for the ups, I'm just going to start with the double digits and move up because there's a, there's a lot. So agriculture up 18%, pizza delivery up 23 as was insurance. Scientific advancement up 90%. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in, industry information tech up 181%. This makes sense so far. Yeah, but those ones were the low ones and they were to do with tech. And let's have the big ones that have nothing to do with tech. Death in- rate. Industry <laughs> trout fishing up. One thousand seven hundred and fifty-six percent. People have to order their fish somehow. <laughs> Industry furniture restoration up five thousand three hundred and fifty-five percent. This is this is your exports. Oh, maybe my largest up, which is the most specifically confusing, given that my internet came back, was beverage sales twenty-three thousand five hundred and seventy-nine percent. Well, what do Weird. you do when you're browsing the internet? You're drinking. You're drinking things. Exactly right. Mountain Dew and Doritos. Oh, my beverage sales was on negative 7% up until that decision. So I must have killed it sometime prior badly. That doesn't surprise me. What did I do with my beverage sales? You hate drinks. You built a new airport, which sent retail and beverages through the roof. Mm. And then you... There was something... Yeah. All all in all, it's good. I'm happy. I'm a happy boy. I mean, yes. I think we can say almost... Without reserve, mm. the internet has been a good thing. Isn't it? Isn't it just? <laughs> I've, I've only got dial up, but it's fine. <laughs> better than, <laughs> it is better than not. Better than the, the order by mail that you still have in. Don't in worry, Australia. Australia's already taken over the service. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Collar Blues. A minor domestic emergency recently left you searching for a call-out plumber and electrician a handyman able to rehang a chandelier. Though the sorry incident is now sorted, you've been left aware how hard it is to find good tradespeople these days. Your education minister tells you that this is because of a majority of high school graduates enrolling in university programs, which is leaving a major skilled labour shortage in the trade industries. This is what happens when you subsidise university You ed- subsidise university? Public education is, yeah. is back in Andropolia, unfortunately. Right. Ban it. That's what happens. It it brings in an artificial demand for something that the market is supporting. No. <laughs> you can have progress without fiddling with the numbers. Yeah, but is it like worth it? <laughs> you don't <laughs> People aren't educated for free. You need resources in the form of teachers and classrooms and materials and if if they if they're chemists and you need you need the experimental I, 100%. Yeah, and those resources aren't scarce. You don't just happen upon them unless you pay for them. And people's time when they're learning is and also And the government valuable. can pay for them. No. <laughs> there are ample artists, architects and astrophysicists but a poor proportion of plumbers, painters and plasterers. Just get just get um foreigners to do it. Well, that's one of the options. One of four. We allow immigration for a reason. (laughs) And this is it, says Immigration Minister Prudence Vercingetorix. Nice Andropolian name there. Why don't we we use incentive schemes to increase the number of migrants coming in with the skills we need to fill the labour shortages? That way our citizens can focus on holding higher paying jobs while immigrants do the jobs nobody else wants. Now that's... In the, in the immediate future, that sounds like a good idea. 
I mean, that's doing exactly what you were just railing against, though. No. Just incent- artificially incentivizing things. Yeah, exactly right. I yeah. don't want to do that. If there is a genuine demand yeah. and people can make more money by being a plumber than an artist and yeah. they don't mind getting their hands dirty, they're going to be paid for it yeah. because I mean, there's a shortage I mean, of plumbers. Like, yeah. that, that seems like a reasonable answer if you are not Andropolian and you don't want to artificially incentivize things. Correct. That's correct. I know. I've been listening. Number two. <laughs> I can I can play Submerica. Yeah. I can play Andrew. I don't need you people anymore. What's your best Submerica voice? This is oh, I'm Submerican and I like wrestling. Sam, how did you how did you get on the other side of the table? Uh, ventriloquism is a prerequisite for a world leader in my, in my neck of the woods. Number two. Seems to me like you got a captive audience and <laughs> could be tied in your skills, says social reformist Zach Cochin. By which I mean your prison population. Why not offer prison inmates training in the trades that you are lacking and give them commuted sentences in exchange for attaining qualification? I mean, sure, some of them might misuse training and be able to cut the power to banks and businesses, and a small minority might take these courses just to get out of jail faster. But otherwise, good solution, yes? Firstly... Your prisoners have it too good in prison to want to get out. No, they don't. The the toilets are made of gold. Yes, that's not <laughs> a thing that I've wanted in my house, though. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be happier or sadder if my toilet was made of gold. Like, it's such an irrelevant thing to have made out of gold. Their, their beds are, are plush feathers. No, their beds should be no. made out of like billions. That was or part of that whole thing, where where you rich people could go in there and they could outfit the prisons however they wanted. However, they want it. That's exactly a right. Thriving not, economy no, in the down, prison. Down pillows are not supplying for them. No. And fashioning their toilets out of gold is simply to cut down the on thing. the expense if, of having guards. There's a lot of of of, expe- of rich people in there, sure, and and a lack of people who will serve them. The economy grows. Well, well, the economy inflates because the people were like, "Sure, I could do your washing. What's in it for me, though?" And they're like, "Well, a hundred bucks." And like, "Well." You're gonna need it done, and I'm not gonna do it for a hundred bucks. So I'm gonna ask for a thousand bucks. Fine, you can ask that, and they're also welcome not to pay you for that. No, but they will. That's the thing because Maybe. they don't want to do things for themselves. Sure, if it's worth it, and they've got the money, <laughs> then what's the problem? And also, that issue is like, oh, don't train them so they want to get out of prison earlier. Like that, do it if they have. <clears throat> If they have a marketable skill, yes, they're less likely to commit crime. Right? That's fine. And in theory, I've got no problem with training programs in prisons. Yeah. However, I wouldn't commute their sentences if they get the qualifications simply because there's a skill shortage outside. O- honestly, yeah, I don't have a problem that you wouldn't do that. No. So, but providing training in prisons, I think, is is a no-brainer yeah, initiative. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But not in this case. Correct. Go on. Number three, wouldn't it just be easier to get more young people studying trades, posits community college tutor Colin Chan. Mm, You could subsidise... (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Technical colleges and apprenticeships, and even offer stipends to students as an extra incentive to make these choices. Oh, is the money they're going to be making as these tradespeople not incentive enough? Nope. Colin Chan? Not incentive enough. You may have to raise taxes a little, yeah. And divert funding from other education courses in arts and science, but practical skills are ultimately more important to our economy. Good, then it will sort itself out. Here we go. 
Number four. Here we go. Ban University. <laughs> Sometimes, perhaps it is best to let the ocean currents move you rather than trying to turn back a rising tide, suggests Taquin practitioner Jazz Rios. Working through a series of graceful circular movements. Your nation's economy is changing and shifting away from manual work. This is natural, and you should move with it, never against it. Imagine, as graduates become unemployed, the market self-adjusts, and the economy flows back towards its former shape. As pipes become blocked, supply and demand mismatch results in the free market rising to fill a gap. This is written very interestingly. Energy flows through the system like water, and problems resolve themselves. Now, that is Andropolian mantra right there. That if you just yeah. leave things alone, things will find their own balance. But the they- point is not the point is not to shape society in the way that I think is good. It's to take away all the things that are stopping it from going where it needs to go. So, but is that asking you to get rid of the subsidized education? I think, or is that, that just doing nothing? I think that's resisting and yet yeah, eliminating any restrictions sure. or any subsidizations of yeah, that's the Andropolian way. It absolutely is. I, I, yeah. and it's and it's the it's the most honest way of addressing a problem like this. Yeah, I agree. If there are no issues with that, you do what you want to do. You let me start my internet back. You get one episode of peace. Didn't let you. You you decided to do that yourself. Yes, Seb. but you didn't stop me, and you could have. You get one episode of peace. <laughs> Economists speak of trusting in the towel of free market capitalism. The Andropoli Sentinel reports: engine room of economy ticking over nicely, flush with cash. Our shopping guide inside. Teen builds working deep space exploration rocket. That's the third one, I think. And free market always right. New study reveals. <laughs> Yeah, but it doesn't count if you wrote that. (laughs) (laughs) Insurance up 11%. Retail up 7%. Infotech up 3%. Wealth gaps up 2%. Scientific advancement and environmental beauty up 1.5%. Ooh. And weaponization up 1%. Environmental beauty is an interesting one. Mm. Crime is also moderately up at half percent. But that's to be expected. It's true. Safety is down 1.5%. Uh, taxation down half percent. Income equality and compassion down two. Pacifism down two and a half, as is niceness. Mining, the big loser here, twelve percent. Uh, Agriculture down twenty three. Seems like there was a real need of plumbers if they're coming from the farms in order to plumb. Yeah, I guess I and thought I thought that mining and farming would be included in trades, possibly, but. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. No, I guess. Yeah, you have engineers and architects going out there. Yeah. Maybe the mines were, That's you know, fair. building new offices and furnishing them <laughs> very decadently. And Decadent uh, <laughs> wood chipping down twenty eight percent. Yeah, I don't get that one either. But okay, I think that explains the environmental beauty. Uh, yes, yeah. because there's less mining and less mm. uh, uh, cutting down of things going on. But on the whole, I think that's. Positive for Andropolia. Yeah. Okay, well, we had a very Andropolian answer to a very Andropolian problem. We had a very Submerican answer to a very Submerican <laughs> problem. And we had a very Andropolian answer to a very Zane Australian problem. Andropolia wins. <laughs> <laughs> and that has been this episode. You can find us on socials for a little bit longer. 
Um, but if you are aching to hear more of our voices, go find all the other podcasts that we do on the TNC network. Do you want to go into what those are? Is that what we're going to do? I was going to listen, but I do a lot. And so Andrew and I just listen to second take. Yeah. We do (laughs) second take the film review podcast and Andrew does a a couple of other ones that I'm not a part of. Do you want to go into those? The only other one I do is with Zane and it's glass of wine where we drink wine and complain. It's true. Not about the wine. We rarely complain about them. Never complain about the wine. No. So what we're That's saying is even when this show ends, you'll still be able to see or hear these three voices in various places. So don't worry. It's not goodbye. It's go to Second Take and listen to us there. Until then, <laughs> I've been Zane Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, dwelling forever towards an increasingly defunded future. I've been Sebastian. That says world America. Everything's fine all the time. And I've been Andy Schossler, the most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans plume. Till next time, you gentlemen. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.